Hi, I'm Dr. Divina Lopez, a board-certified pediatrician with over 10 years of experience in pediatrics, and you are listening to Dancing into Parenthood. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dancing into Parenthood with Dr. Divina Lopez. Today, we are going to be talking about sex. Let's talk about sex with Ms. Gidget Smith. And the reason why I thought this was such an important topic is because we're both married. We all know how much it changes. And I think, you know, a lot of new parents have no clue what's about to come. You know, already during the pregnancy, the sex starts to change. And then sometimes what ends up happening after that is the lack of sex or the lack of interest in sex or not even knowing where to pick up after the baby arrives, like how to get it started all over again, where you actually like making time for this. So, and that can lead to a big breakdown in relationships. So I wanted to bring Gidget. She is the owner and clinical director of ETSA Solutions, LLC. She is a marriage and family therapist with over 15 years experience in the mental health field. She provides comprehensive mental health counseling services to adults, children, couples, and families. And she believes in the power of resilience and human connection when overcoming adversity. So welcome, Gidget. Welcome to Dancing into Parenthood. Hi. Hello, mothers and dads. So Gidget and I actually know each other from work. And uh, when I met her, I immediately connected with her because she has a really cool personality. She's super easy to speak to. She really has a great way of connecting with people. And I think she really cares about people. And that's such an important aspect, you know, when, especially in the, in the field that you're in, I think that's something that you have to have to incorporate into, you know, when you're caring for people in the way that you do. So absolutely. absolutely. That's yeah. essential. That's one it essential is. tools. You have to feel comfortable speaking with your therapist about intimate parts of your life. And so when, you know, when people are speaking and if my clients that come to me, they're talking about their personal lives, you know, that's a form of intimacy. So when you're speaking about any part of your life, especially when you're talking about sex, as we're going to talk about today, it's an intimate part that you don't necessarily share with your family, friends, or sometimes even your spouse. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you have someone that can give you guidance and give you um, wisdom on how to go about certain things or not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need that outside person that can give you a perspective that you may not necessarily thought about in the first place. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think, yes, you know, one of the most important things is to be comfortable and to have that connection so that you can share. Uh, that's probably one of the reasons that sex becomes a little like difficult after the baby since there's a new person in the picture a whole nother personality you're tired i mean exhausted not even tired tired is not even the right word 
right you're, <laughs> you're just like when is this gonna happen i don't even feel like it i don't feel sexy i i just don't even know how to get back into the groove of feeling like a woman because you know right now i feel like a <laughs> just a mom and i yes. lost myself somewhere along the way and so I'll, you know it becomes really almost like it feels like a task like you know you 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 should be doing it but you don't know how to sometimes even engage in it anymore because you've kind of been out of it for a little while right and then this the the reality also too is that people don't talk about sex when you talk about pregnancy everyone is focused on the mother um, they're focused on the baby itself mm -hmm. coming, but no one really talks about sex during pregnancy. It's healthy. It actually right. actually helps, you know, the, the mothers to have a better birth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I tell my clients that if you are comfortable in having sex to do that, it makes the process of laboring uh, much easier and not also that but after the baby comes out it also makes you easier to go into that but the reality mm -hmm. is that there's no timetable in a sense of when a woman is ready for sex after having a baby so mm -hmm. most times you'll have the doctor tells all you know most of the time they're supposed to let all the ladies know four to six weeks and after that you know, you're free to have sex. Right. So the issue that comes about, and this, you know, keeping in mind that everyone is different. And so there may be some exceptions to the rule, mm -hmm. but um, <clears throat> so for some dads or husbands um, or spouses or partners, however you want to label them, mm -hmm. they're ready. Yeah. After six weeks, they're with the they're with the doctor. They're they're, they're ready, ready right to they're ready to get down. <laughs> like come you on, know, and they're like, okay, honey, you know, the doctor cleared you. Let's go. But the issue, you know, is that communication. So mm -hmm. even though um, they're ready, the wife or the the spouse or partner is not. Right. They, you know, what men sometimes don't understand is that I call. <laughs> I say, you know, vaginal trauma, you know, yeah. I, that's what I name it, you know, because, you yeah. know, here you're having this big head come out of your vagina uh -huh. and it stretches you. Some yeah. women tear, right. they get sewn up, right. you know, you have the vaginal birth portion of the trauma to the, the vagina. It's like warfare. Right. right. And so like after the battle, you know, right. After <laughs> laboring with contractions, you know, and then you have mothers who don't deliver vaginally that they went through the labor, they went through the trauma of trying and then having to do C-section. Mm -hmm. So, you know, which is another form. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's more in depth, you know, they're cutting layers, mm -hmm. you know, and so, at times, you know, people, you know, parents, you know, couples, they don't speak about sex, right? Mm -hmm. And then most of the time you have, when I speak with my couples, you know, and I ask, you know, well, what made you start again? And it's because they feel pressure from to, to please their spouse. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's important that, you know, 
men also and women also realize that and for those who may be pregnant and you know is anticipating having sex you may not have it right away Mm -hmm. it takes time because um some women lose the feeling of sexuality after giving birth and most of the times it can be because the having sex itself becomes more painful Mm -hmm. um you know giving the fact that um vaginally, you know, pushing out a baby, you're you're torn, as I stated, you know, you surgically being sewn up or sutured, um, if you will. And people don't understand that this trauma that goes to the vagina. So a lot of women, they also lose their natural lubrication. Mm -hmm, Right. And so after having a baby, um, they become dry down there. Right. Or even if you're breastfeeding for a long time. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was going to say next. You know, if you're breastfeeding, most women experience dryness. But see, this is not the conversations that um, women, when they go to the GYN for their checkup, that they have with their GYN. Yeah. And so, and and women don't speak to other women about it, you know, because they don't want people to know, you know, what's going on. And then private um, and it's embarrassing and yeah it definitely Mm -hmm. is and also you know when you're having a child you your estrogen levels are lower so your vagina and you know is there but your estrogen is low and the tissues that is in corpus with that you know it's either you know bruised or you know very um tender Mm-hmm. you know and then sleep deprivation for those colicky babies yeah you know yes. you know also you know adjusting with that is not easy for either mother or father mm-hmm. so it's important that you know women communicate that with their spouse or partner um, I find that when they don't communicate and they just have sex they end up hurting themselves more Right. So, you know, um, and it's important that you communicate, you find out what form of ways you can be intimate without necessarily penetration, if you will. So, you know, you can sometimes, um, I'll ask, you know, husband, you know, have you spoken to her to find out, you know, how she's feeling, where she's feeling pain, that when mm-hmm. she pees. And mm-hmm. then sometimes too, um, a lot of women don't speak about this, but after giving birth, depending if you're giving, like I had a, a eight pounder, some women give birth to nine pounders or higher. I right. don't know how they do it, but they do it. Okay. Right. So they give birth through the vaginal <laughs> and you know, let's talk about it. You know, after you give birth to these big heads, you know, right. we love them. But, right. You know, I gave birth to eight pound, 4.9 ounce for my first birth. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, so you give birth to these babies. And a lot of women don't talk about it, but for some of them, when they have sex, they may pee. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, you know, they you, you don't know, have the control. You don't have the control. They don't have the control of the control, muscles. Right. Of the muscles. Yeah. So yeah. but they don't tell you that when you're you're going for checkups. Yeah, you nobody open up your legs. Nobody talks about that, you know. And so, you know, or, or how about like a lot of people don't even talk about like the constipation and everything that happens and how yeah, your whole body is just like all wacky and you're trying to figure out what the heck 
how do I get back to my normal self? Because I feel so crappy, you know, mm-hmm. like how can I feel better so that, or how can I even feel the way I felt pre-pregnancy? I want to get right. back to that, but I don't even know how that happens or how long does that really take? And I'm sure that this is all normal, but what is the transition so that I can feel like myself again, because I'm still in the healing phase. So mm-hmm. how do I get back to just feeling like a woman? Right. Number one, I think you need that. I think, I think a lot of times also you're like in, in, in addition to like having good communication, you need to feel supported by your partner in order to, even exactly. want to give was- back to them because you're like, first of all, I just went through all this trauma. I have a baby. I'm exhausted. What are you mm-hmm. doing to help me besides thinking you're going to get some? Exactly. And that's something that I speak to spouses about, you know, Mm -hmm. communication is important. So, you know, you have to be able to tell your spouse, you know, you're not ready. You know, you know that the six weeks is up, but you can't also deprive them either. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, but you can do other things without penetration. You can have oral sex, you know, you can, you can cuddle, you can, you know, um, and, and well, a lot of times men don't realize, you know, the, the areas that would be erroneous, you know, like your breast. Now mm-hmm. you're giving this baby your boob. Right. So, you know, you now it becomes like, breasts. you don't want nobody on your breast. You're like, right. wait a minute. You're That's like, the, the baby. How, many pe- you. <laughs> how many people am I feeding here? You, you and them? No. So, right. you know, and then if your nipples is, is either cracked or very tender. or sore, you know, so really finding ways. And I find that couples that don't discuss intimacy, that means that they never talked about it prior Mm. to the baby. Right, right, right. So, you know, for, for a a man, you'd have to be clear. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, a lot of ladies are not clear because they are in fear of or being self-conscious of how they look. You know, you're stretched out. You Now you have stretch marks that's on you for life. Right. And, you know, they're yeah. not being clear. You know, honey, I don't, but most important is that for the, the husband or partner, they must show support to their lady. Mm-hmm. He has literally went through battlefield inwardly on her body. And so where, you know, it's different because, you know, like I explained to a man how, just imagine someone taking a cucumber and putting it through the hole of you that you pee in. Right. And then, and then someone yanks it out. Right, right, right. So, you know, if you can imagine how that feel, your, your, you, your penis would not be the same. And right. then there's some ladies, they don't even, you know, when they look down there, it doesn't look the way it was. It doesn't before. look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're going through, going through that as well. And so it's about learning your partner in a way where you can arouse them, but not automatically think that, okay, because the doctor stated, um, six weeks is up, you know, now you can get busy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the woman is like, I'm here trying to fit, you know, trying to get some sleep, you right. know, and sometimes the men feel it too. Right, right. So, yeah. and then um, sometimes um, what happens in some of my clients, they've experienced where the, the men experience where the woman is super tight. Mm-hmm. 
and they okay. can't even and they can't penetrate. even yeah. fit they can't even yeah. fit in there yeah 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 so yeah. so i tell couples in that instance you know you can do oral sex and then you know if they're really dry you should get astroglide mm-hmm. um they you know ky jelly right um, a lubricant mm-hmm. yeah good water based lubricant Okay. okay, you don't want to go to the Romantic Depot and pick you up some cherry <laughs> sticky stuff. <laughs> okay, you don't want to do that because that's not going to help you. You want some medical man. grade lubricant. You, Listen, want- you want some medical natural You don't want that stuff you used when you were a yeah. teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have people. You're laughing, but listen, I have couples that's like, listen, huh, listen, Miss G, I'm going to Romantic Depot to get some, you know, something that's strawberry liquid, you know, no, right. you can't do that. Right. You have to, you have to be gentle. Keep it basic. Right. <laughs> and then, area. Very. And then, you know, also too, you know, um, if you have a concern, you know, husbands, if you're entering your wife and she's not tight and it doesn't feel the same, trust me, she may feel the same way too. It'll feel like you're just going into water inside right. of her. Right. You know, she right. may feel like you, her, her, her vagina walls dropped and where's the penis? So, right. you know, it goes both ways. So you have to be able to communicate that. So I tell people, you know, if you want tightness, you're to do keto, you know, exercise where you're, you know, strengthening your pelvic floor. Yeah. Pelvic floor. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, you know, Amazon has this um, keto exercise weight. For tightness. Yes, those eggs things. and stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they have those, you know, uh-huh. so it can, there's ways to do it. And then, you know, then, then like, it's important that you communicate. Um, most importantly, that's so, 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 so important, you know, um, especially, you know, um, with your doctor, you know, sometimes some women, they are so dry that you can spell your name. So it's important that you find what's best for you. Um, what else? I think, you know, um, you know, like it's good that we're talking about all of this like physical stuff that actually happens because I agree. Nobody really talks about this. I didn't even know about that as a doctor. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, am I going to stay like this forever? Or because I never had any issues prior to having a baby. So mm-hmm. I was like scared because I didn't really realize that this was happening and how long was it going to happen for? And I breastfed for a long time. So you know, the first few months were, were a little difficult, but for me, as exhausted as I was, like I didn't lose my sex drive. I was just really exhausted. So the Mm -hmm. sex drive was still there. Like I wanted it, but I just felt so exhausted that I was like, when am I going to do this? And I wasn't sure if I was going to get myself hurt because I still felt like I wanted, I still felt like we needed to try. Um, I remember that my husband at that time was super scared. He was, and I had a C-section, but he was very scared that he was going to hurt me. Um, and so luckily like he was, I think he was more scared than I was. So <laughs> I was okay. being more, I was actually being more aggressive than him and he was like, slow it down, relax, you know, though. But um 
you know, it, it, we were good at least and communicating in that way of like, I need this, you need that. Like, okay, let's take it easy, but let's get back into it. Uh, another thing that I think that couples need to prioritize is like having a date night and having some personal oh, time together exactly. because everything is about the baby. Once the baby like gets into the home and a lot of times we, we have to just allow people to give us the help if they're offering. And if someone wants to like give you guys some alone time, don't be afraid to take it. Like just take yes, it. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Connect yes, yes. with one another. It doesn't mean that you have to have sex, but you just need some alone time together as a couple. Um, I also think that it's important to have goals as couples. And so, yes. you know, thinking about or even planning, like, you know, okay, this is the first few weeks. We're just getting used to this. Like mm -hmm. give us some time to transition into this new life. And then, you know, let's try to have some alone time when we feel comfortable doing that, you know, getting away from the baby and just having our time together. I think that's one of the key things that people don't realize is so important and needs to be prioritized because, yeah, you have to prioritize the baby. We know that. But it's also, it's totally okay. And you should not feel guilty when you have some time away because that's really, really needed, like, time together and time to just recharge your batteries recharge your relationship listen if, if you could go for a weekend to a hotel and just sleep do it like <laughs> well you're 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 you are on the money um i tell couples all the time after you have a baby you're to you are before you have the baby actually i let them know that i want to see a schedule Mm -hmm. meaning mm -hmm. uh, our schedule and a my schedule right because um both both parents may need time even for themselves mm -hmm. right to regroup to get to figure out who they are again by themselves mm -hmm. you know and it's definitely important that you know you came together to make this baby yeah so it's important that you come together without the baby too Mm -hmm. Um, and that also flows into just parenting period. You know, yeah. I make my couples set up a time that you are to schedule sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you to schedule date nights. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, know I, I'm going to tell you, I used to work with this nurse that I think she was, when I met her, she was already married for like. 20 years or 30 years something like that when i had already met her and every thursday her and her husband had a like she would leave work early and they had uh it was like their sex night <laughs> and they always yeah. made a big deal out of it and i really thought it was so silly when i was in residency i was like oh my god oh, like no. this is so ridiculous mm -hmm. and she's like no this is what keeps our marriage strong this is what yes. keeps us like in love and i you know mm -hmm. I'm, when i think about it now i'm like that was the smartest thing yes yes because couples, because couples don't um you know they don't discuss that like you know my husband his schedule is very unorthodox mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. um very demanding there's times i don't see him i can't say his profession without his permission so um there's times i i 
I don't see him for two days, three days, depending on his situation at work. And so, mm -hmm. you know, when it's my time with him, godparents are on deck, grandparents are on deck, yeah. friends are on deck, you know, even if it's for two hours, right. you don't necessarily have to have sex. You can have intimacy, just getting yes. to know them, remembering your partner, you know, right. your child is going to grow up and they're going to leave you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and what, listen, parents don't, you know, people, you know, yes, kids are your priority, but without your spouse or partner, they would not be here. Right. right so, right. so there, that's where people get lost mm -hmm. in parenting and forget their spouse. Right. There's yeah. some women who get so obsessed with having their baby that they forgot the man that helped them to make the baby. Okay. Right. So right. it's so important that you provide them with that support because they were there prior to the child. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you have maintained that friendship. If you don't have a friendship before the baby, you're not going to have one have after, after the baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you you're, if you are foundation. at, if you don't have uh, uh like you just stated, a foundation mm -hmm. where you communicate it, then it's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, you should be able to get to the place where you can say to your spouse, listen, I need you to wash. You know, you missed the spot. You need right. to be able to have that. If you don't have that kind of communication with your spouse, then you are in trouble. And I say that because when you have a baby, you have to be able to say, listen, I'm feeling this kind of pain. We can't do this. And so, you know, I'm definitely going to give you guys tips afterwards on how to have sex in different positions for those who do vaginal and C-section, because I think it's important. Sometimes people don't know where to start mm. and, um, and it don't necessarily mean penetration. Some, you know, it's important that if a woman is scared or the man is scared, you know, oral sex or taking lubrication. Um, remember water based, none of that sticky stuff. <laughs> and, um, you insert, you know, the fingers, you, you finger mm -hmm. her, if you will, and do start the foreplay, allow her, her vagina to remember what it felt like with something at going inside instead of coming out. Right. So, you know, giving, um, clitoral stimulation sometimes, mm -hmm. um, for some men, they don't, they don't know how to do it. So as women, you have to guide, you know, same thing with, um, women with men, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes they don't know how to do oral sex. Men, you need to guide your, your woman. If you like it fast, you like it slow, you want it hard, you know, you got it. You have to guide. Yeah. So it's important for you to be able to, um, stimulate the mind. Mm -hmm. You know, take her out. She's mm -hmm. exhausted. So, mm -hmm. you know, you taking the kid, you doing the laundry, you cooking a dinner or providing for her. Yeah. Trust me, like... A man right is now, so I'm, sexy when he does all of those listen, things. Listen, <laughs> I'm at a place now where, you know, um, my husband the other day, I came home, I was exhausted. Mm -hmm. And this man cooked me dinner. Uh -huh. Just for me. Uh -huh. They had their own separate dinner. Right. Man, I tore him up that night. You understand? That was sexy. <laughs> yeah. That was sexy for me. And so sometimes yeah. men don't understand that. It don't necessarily mean you can sex you can sex text, mm -hmm. you know, get get the person in the mood. You can mm -hmm. clean the house, have yeah. it done. That yep. becomes sexy when you're tired. 
Yes. You know, yes. allowing your 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 um partner to rest while you take the baby. Yeah. She has energy to even look at you. Right. You know, yeah. tell honey, her to go honey, take a nap and you go, go out and right. do something. You and... go do something with the baby, or yeah. you just send the baby to the grandparents. You know, if you're breastfeeding, pump if you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're not, mm -hmm. then you send for like an hour or two and just massage her back, you know, right. massage her feet, her you know, feet, play in her, her hair, yes. talk yeah. to her, find mm -hmm. out what's going on. Because, mm -hmm. you know, also, you know, um, being a stay at home mom, for those who are stay at home moms, that's not easy either. No. You know, a lot of women go through depression, but that's a whole nother different topic right there. Yeah. But you know, they don't, they don't feel like that they're, they're able to do things that they used to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, it's a transition for both parties, but mm -hmm. you know, it's about being honest. And if you can't communicate with your spouse and you need somebody to assist them, uh, with what you're trying to state, because a lot of times people argue, you know, well, right. how long is this going to be, you know, right. um, or what have you. And, you know, it's important for the woman to communicate, even though the doctor is saying four to six weeks, you already know that you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and then this, and, you know, there is a high percentage where I would say about 50% of women want to have sex. They're just mm -hmm. tired. Like you just stated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you have those who have C-section about, I would say about 40% mm, of women, they experience pain during having sex um, with C-sections as well. Cause sometimes people don't acknowledge the ladies who have C-sections. They only talk about vaginal, um, mm -hmm. birth, but mm -hmm. those who experience C-sections, they go through their also challenges as well. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, you know, one of the things, you know, if you're going to go out on a date and you're breastfeeding, if that's something that you choose to do, you know, um, I recommend, um, this bra It's called a, a hot milk temptation bra. Uh-huh. And, and that helps. So if you are leaking, you're not leaking and you're having to run out, you know, uh, you're going on a date uh -huh. with your husband. Uh -huh or a spouse or what have you, you don't want unwanted leaks. You're trying to be sexy, you right. know, and, and not embarrassed. So right. that's something on Amazon too, you know, so you can do that, you know, uh -huh. you know how it is. You're trying to, you're trying to fit in or you're, you know, you don't feel comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, you, you was a size two, now you're size 10, yeah. you know, trying to work off that weight. And yeah. so, you know, men, it's also up to you to make, you know, your, your, your partner feel special too. So mm -hmm. even if she says she feels disgusted, she's fat, she, you know, we say we, as women, we can criticize so ourselves in yeah. a way yeah. that men are just happy just to hug you. Yeah, you I know. know. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, kiss your spouse. Kiss your mm -hmm. partner. He mm -hmm. comes through and even if you're tired, you know, grope him. Do something yeah. fun. Yeah. So fun. he can feel he can feel that you still are attracted to him and that this is not personal. Now right. if you're going through postpartum depression now, mm -hmm. that's when you need to see a counselor. Because right. um, so and and let him know, like, you know, honey, I feel depressed because sometimes some women don't say nothing because they're scared. Yeah. Um, you know. Or, you know, well, is he going to think I'm crazy? You know, what's going on? I don't want to say nothing. It's important to communicate so he knows it's not him. Mm -hmm. And um, he can support you because mm -hmm. no one, uh, person can't support you if they don't know what's going on. What's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't read your brain. You have mm -hmm. to open your mouth. 
right it's hard it's hard to talk sometimes so like especially me personally I'm a person who doesn't um I'm not forthcoming with the way I feel so I think a lot of times for me the best way to communicate is actually to write it down so I I can like write and send you a letter Mm -hmm. but I can sometimes just say it to your face yeah you can do that you know even if you have to do that but just to get it out, you know, so that that other person understands. A lot of times we want men to understand like what we're thinking or how we're feeling. And they really don't know. They really, really don't know. They you don't. really have to spell it out for them. Like, this is what it is, man. This is what yes. I'm going through, you know, because you- usually once you do that, then they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. I'm so happy. Exactly. You and then everybody's so relieved that, you know, it just came out, but you, you really, 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 I know for me, that was like one of the biggest problems that I had in my marriage because I could not say it. I couldn't talk. I just mm-hmm. thought like, how come he doesn't know this stuff? He doesn't care about me if he doesn't know this. And that's not the yeah. truth. Like now no, after so many not. years of being divorced and gone, you know, having dated other men, I'm like, Oh my God, you really need to just tell them as hard as you it have is sometimes, to, you have you to, really have you to have tell to. them, you have to even let them know, like, listen, I need, I need X, Y, and Z. I need you to go to the store, go get me some pads, bring it back to me because right now what's going on down there, you know, like you really, really have to tell them. And so even when it comes to sex, even though that feels like a little uncomfortable, maybe you need to be able to say like, listen, tonight I need you to do this, this, and this. and and I think they appreciate when you do that. Listen, um, uh, it is true. You know, you have to get, it's hard for women who don't like to talk as you stated. So you can be creative. Like I stated, you know, you can write it, you can put a love note, you know, I love the way you do this when you do it, you know, um, being straightforward, you know, um, and getting to the point. Some men don't like to hear the 5 million stories. If you're trying to say you want him to, you know, give you oral sex right now and that's what's going to please you, then state that. Mm-hmm. When, rather than saying, hmm, you know, I'm feeling a little, you know, just, just state that, you know, yeah. in your own way, whatever yeah. sexual way, your sexual language. Sometimes some people don't know their sexual language and that's also important too, Yeah, you know, and that's why, um, it's so, it's so important to communicate because you have a lot of women that are, they're the aggressors because, mm-hmm. you know, the men are like, you know what? I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to hear her state that, you know, I facilitated this. I start, you know, I made her do this, you know, or, mm-hmm. or to avoid any arguments. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the woman then is like waiting, like, uh, is he going to touch me? Is he going to, all right, let me just do it myself. You know, so right. you'll have right. even women who, a lot of people don't speak about this, but they'll masturbate, mm-hmm. you know, as well, just mm-hmm. to get themselves comfortable as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, so you have to figure out what your sex language is with your, your spouse or Absolutely. your partner. It's yeah. important to know that. And so, and, you know, even if you're having a tough pregnancy and you, you're not having sex and you were super sexually active prior to the baby, but, you know, the baby's on your bladder, you have back problems, you have knee problems, stuff like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, you can somehow have them to touch you. 
you know, so you still feel sexual aroused or not. And then if you're uh, uh, having such a bad pregnancy where you don't want your spouse to touch you, then you have to figure out other intimate ways where your spouse or partner does not feel neglected. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. and then you have the ladies and gentlemen who are scared to have sex again because they don't want to get pregnant right. and go through this again. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. So yep. that's when you have to speak with your GYN about IUDs, birth controls, or yes. condoms. You yeah. know, and be yeah. open to that because you know, as you know, some people have traumatic pregnancies, you know, where they don't even want to see a penis. It's like, yeah. you're the one, you're the reason why I'm feeling this way, right. you know, right. And, so, right. and not understanding it's not the man, it's your body, you know, right. sometimes your body just rejects you. Right. So, so it's important that, you know, I, I let people know most times that, because when they think of marriage and family therapy, people always assume the following that only speak about putting people together. Mm. Uh, yeah. You want to talk way before you even get to that point. Right? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah but sometimes until... think that, you know, mm. you know, as a marriage and family therapist, we speak about sex. We speak about divorce. We help mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. know, um, go through the divorce in a, a mannerable way. We help people to communicate, whether mm-hmm. that's, you know, sexually or just communicating, period. Right. Um, and, and just working some things out through, through themselves. And um, most of us, um, and if not all, we're very familiar with the sexual organs and um, be able to guide. And if there's anything that needs to be, you know, because there's sometimes there's some form of dysfunction, you know, sometimes nerve damage happens down there as well after giving birth. And a lot of women don't know that. And a lot of husbands don't, or partners don't know that as well, that sometimes mm-hmm. there's nerve damages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's important that um, ladies that you communicate with your GYN, what you're experiencing, you know, yeah. um, letting the man know that you're going to, you know, bleed for some time after having a baby as well. Cause sometimes they think like, Oh, well, why are you bleeding? You know, bleeding. And sometimes they, you know, no one talks about these things. Right. And, um, the reason why doctors prefer, even though some people do cheat and have baby, you know, have sex before the six weeks up, you know, you are also, you're pretty, you're pretty much opening yourself to infections, you right. know, and, um, you don't want to do that as well. So, right. you know, um, it's important to speak with your GYN, um, before you put any, uh, anything that will penetrate, um, your vagina mm-hmm. and also, you know, get lube, you know, if you need to slowly, you know, um, insert your fingers so she can get the feeling again, that's Mm -hmm. if she is, but you have to follow her lead. You know, I tell men all the time, follow her lead, ask her what's going on. You know, don't make her feel guilty because once you do that, then the sex is not going to be good. And, or she just will not have sex with you. Right. So, you know, um, it's it's communication and that's where the test comes. You know, are you able to be intimate without penetration? Mm -hmm. Are you able to stimulate her mind? Are you able to assess her needs without having sex with her? 
Right. You know, without the you, physical. Mm-hmm. Without the physical. Can mm-hmm. you mind sex her without touching her? Right. Can you right. make her feel touch without touching her? Right. You know, physically. And so that's where the intimacy has to come in. And so, you know, where men have to step up their game sometimes and be more creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe not a bath right away, but maybe fixing up the room, have a picnic for her. Yeah, be know, supportive as, in some way. Supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, honey, I know that you're tired. You know, pump, you know, if you if you're breastfeeding, pump enough where you have that liquid gold where he can feed the baby at night. Right. And you can get some rest. And you can Mm -hmm. get some rest. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we try to be super mom Mm -hmm. and we become so super that we're neglectful. Yeah. So of ourselves, yeah. Of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I remember that's what I did. I had, um, when I was breastfeeding and, um, my babies were pretty good though. I, I used to check on them Z like, wake up what's wrong with you you know people gave <laughs> yeah, me this lucky. perception yeah people gave me this perception that the baby will be up all the time and they were yeah. sleeping i'm like what's wrong with them something's wrong with my baby right, but right. nothing was wrong but if you can you know pump and have him you know or her so whatever mm-hmm. have them you know um feed the baby yeah you know you you're not you're, you're still you're still a great mom you stepping out for two hours is not going to kill you if grandma mm-hmm. or grandpa mm-hmm. or cousin or mm-hmm. auntie want to take them take that time to do a walk in the park take that time to lock yourself Have in a motel hotel room for two hours mm-hmm. yeah self-care is essential for mothers and fathers when you're yes. having a newborn yeah that is essential yeah. you know you have to have time for yourself so if yeah. 20 minutes you take out to take a walk or, you know, go to the movies for an hour just by yourself. And then you have to make that time with you and your partner, at least, I tell people, at least for two hours, if you can. If yeah. you can't do it for an hour, just you and them, no distractions. So that means either the baby got to go or you got to go. Right. Okay. Yeah. The, the No distractions does not mean that the baby is in the living room with your mom and you're in the bedroom. Right. That's yeah. that now. Yeah. Leave the premises. Yeah. Get that time to not get into baby mode. And I also advise um, couples too that you have to be able during that time when it's your time with your your woman or your man or you know what have you. No talking about the baby. Mm. Hmm. Okay? That's important. What hap- because what happened is. You're already spending eight or nine hours or 24 hours with the baby anyway, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. you can talk all that time. If you can break away for at least an hour, not speaking and just speaking about you guys, you Mm -hmm. know, oh, honey, you know, just different things. How was work or, you know, what would you like to do different within yourself? You know, what can we do to spice up our time? What can we do to spice up our life? Focus on each other. You know, you should always date your partner. It yes. doesn't stop because the rings are there and babies. Right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Gidget. This was a lot of good advice. I am so happy that we did this together finally. <laughs> yes. And let me give these tips for sex before I leave. Uh-huh. Let's hear it. These are the golden tips. All right. So as I stated, you know, Having that hour time is an extremely important. So schedule intimacy sessions, mm-hmm. right? 
keep the communication of parenting outside of that time frame. Right. So for those who um, have C-section, you know, um, a couple of positions that you can do and is spooning. Mm-hmm. So we know what spooning is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the sex, you know, for the ladies, whether it's your right leg or your left leg, you want to raise your one leg in the air and your partner will enter into you, into your G-spot. And that will help you to not have any form of abdomen or scar pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your muscles won't be used. So right. having sex spooning is easy. Uh-huh. Um, then there's the spicy spooning. So, <laughs> and that's where you don't lift up your legs, but your, your partner enters you from behind. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that also helps where there's not a pressure on your abdomen as well. Okay. Then for those who are, you know, uh, fun with it, I call it, you know, the <laughs> reverse cowgirl. Yeah, yeah. So that will help you because you want to control how much pressure you have mm-hmm. and you can tr- control as well as um the the movements. Yes. You and it's also good if you're feeling self-conscious about like your belly because they can't yes. see your belly. They can right. just see the booty. <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. So you know how also- much I like that one. <laughs> 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 yeah, listen. And guess what? Men like it too. They yeah, like seeing they get a good themselves. View. <laughs> they like seeing what they're doing to you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I call the next one the X factor. Uh-huh. And that's when you lay flat on the bed, or for those who are, you know, a little spicy, the table. Uh-huh. Um, and you have <laughs> your partner, you have your partner stand at the edge with your legs crossed. So your legs is going to be crossed in an X shape and then that will give your partner deep penetration, but it will be easy on your core and your scar area. Then, um, so those who also do have vaginal birth, you can do exactly what I'm stating as well for, for all of these as well. And lastly, I call it the kneeling missionary position. Mm-hmm. So now I tell ladies that when you're feeling comfortable, so like I stated earlier, your testing is with the fingers. You'll know like, okay, I can't deal with any form of pressure mm-hmm. to that point. So you want to do building up. So that's why I'm right. giving you the one, two, three, four. So you can build up to this last one. Okay. So it's the kneeling missionary position. This is when your partner um, is kneeling and they're, on their four, they're on their ankles uh-huh. and they'll lift your legs up oh, yeah. and your pelvis and mm-hmm. penetrate you. Right. So that allows you, your abdomen is not being fully like pressurized, right. if right. you will. Right. So, you know, you want to have these different kinds of things because you know what? The fact is that, like you stated earlier, some men are scared. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Right. And then you, yeah. they don't know, you know, um, what to do or what have yeah, you they don't want to so hurt you mm-hmm. they don't want to hurt you you don't want to hurt yourself okay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you know you gotta keep in mind that your lower body may be still recovering from childbirth right, right? and so the perennial tears you know it does reduce sex drive as well yeah. so it's important that you do it and they have this um spray 
oh gosh, what's it called? Earth Mama. Yes, I love and, that and, stuff. And per, that's a perennial spray that helps yes. like po- postpartum yes. to alleviate swelling. Yes and yes. um pain so that yes. that helps a lot of women that i've recommended to yes so yes. there are things that and it has like different like scents like yeah. lavender yes. you know the essential oils are in there mm-hmm. yeah yes. so you can utilize that as well so i just hope that you ladies are you know and gentlemen you know that you don't allow your sex drive and sex life die because you pushed out the, you know, what you guys created so beautifully. Yeah. Well, Gidget, let everybody know where they can find you. Okay. So you guys can find me on Instagram right now, um, Etsa Solutions. So it's E-T-S-A-H Solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you can contact me if you would like to do any form of, you know, sex therapy or couples therapy. You can also reach me there. My website should be coming up in a couple of months. So I'll announce on Instagram when it's up. Right. And, you know, we're going to have some things going on. So, you know, this won't be the end of me, Miss Lopez. Dr. Lopez <laughs> talking. Yeah. So, you know, um, And I just hope that this helped, you know, partners, couples, you know, to understand that this is real. And if we talk about it more and people are informed more about postpartum sex, then it'll be, you know, while they're pregnant, Mm -hmm. it'll be a little bit easier to, so when it comes, the baby's here, you, you won't be so stressed out. That's right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Gidget. Thank you for You're welcome. I really appreciate it. And I was so looking forward to doing this because we had this plan for some time and we kept having to put it off, but we finally did it. And I know everyone's yes. going to get some good info. They're going to have a laugh. They're going to understand how important communication is and hopefully have a real spicy sex life after the baby. Yes, get it. no problem to listen to more podcasts please visit us at drdavinalopez.com and follow us on instagram at drdavinalopez thank you for listening Please keep in mind that all advice given in this podcast is general information. To understand your specific situation, you must consult with your pediatrician.